the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. My name is Aaron, and across my living room from me today, sitting oh, on yeah. my couch, we had to reschedule him a couple of times. Make some noise for Hugh G. Hey! What up, dumb man? What's up, dude? Bro, we are finally fucking here. Finally. <laughs> I know. We uh, we talked about doing this ages ago, and then I had you scheduled, and we were talking before we started recording about like yeah. why we canceled the first one. I was like, I don't even remember. Yeah, exactly, bro. So- I have gray hair now, man. <laughs> I don't have a great memory for many things. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm an expert of meeting people at shows, and then they come back two weeks later, and I go, oh, what's up, dude? Hey, Hey, guy. And then my play is always just like, hey, can you make sure I follow you on Instagram? Oh, (laughs) that's smooth. And then I get get them, and I'm like, oh, it's good to see you, Drew. (laughs) Mm. I'll be like, man, I know you from, bro, what's your... See, no way. <laughs> oh man, I can't remember. And I don't think I ever forgot. I don't think I ever forgot who you were. I bro, think never. That, I mean, you you got a bro, signature personality to you. There's nothing generic about <laughs> you, <laughs> bro. Cut from a different cloth. That's the most like weird compliment I think I've ever given someone. It's like you're not generic. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. We're not the Walmart brand, dog. <laughs> dude. Welcome to the thing. Yeah, I'm, man, dude, it feels good, man. It feels really great. Like you're, you're my guy. So yeah, from from back. the jump, dude. Like, man, I just remember going to Belcourt. R.I.P. Belcourt taps. Rip, 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 rip. We do that every episode. Mm, Someone yeah. brings it up, and I always say that. Oh, I gotta say <laughs> your piece, man. Let the dove fly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and back then I was I had just signed my sync publishing deal. And I was, I would take breaks if I just got like overloaded. I was like working too much or I was in my head. I would just go to Belcourt because I met Rose. And so I was like, I'll go, you know what I'm saying? I'll get some music that's not hip hop. And I just remember meeting you there and I was just like, bro, that's a huge fucking personality. Like he's a good (laughs) fucking guy. And I just like kept my hat down. And like, I, I only a few people knew I made music because I wasn't like talking to anybody. Mm -hmm. And then I started, and then I started playing, and then you've caught me, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, let's do it, bro." And I booked that round, and it was yeah, buddy. Insane, that was Belcourt. The, booking rounds at bro, Belcourt sounds like a it, lifetime ago for me, dude. Because I can't believe it closed uh, like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. What well, our last call show was Shit, December nineteenth, twenty twenty one, but. You closed a couple of weeks after that, right? Sometime yeah, early January. 20, yeah, twenty twenty two, dude. Holy shit! It, what a what a hub of just debauchery, like, dude. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, what happens at Bill Court stays at Bill Court. <laughs> I, f- I feel like Vegas. <laughs> I feel like we should go Bro. into the the dumpling restaurant now and be like, "Hi, I'm scheduled to play around tonight." Oh my gosh! Come with like, <laughs> come with like a, a whole fucking like keyboard. <laughs> like, yeah, and I brought like, my mic. No, no, this is I'm a my- this is an Asian fusion restaurant now, and you're like, what? So, so I, do I, I do I play over so, here? Yeah, so it's like, which corner do you want me in? <laughs> looks like looks there should be a stage next yeah. to that fireplace you're over like, there. You're in a corner, and it's like right behind the table. There's people eating. <laughs> <laughs> the last I saw, they had torn the bar out. And uh, it was just, it was just this 
blank canvas. floor. It hurt. Oh, dude. Like the the greatest slogan that was that describes Belcourt was written on the wall and it said, Come as strangers, leave as friends. That I love was that. like the realest shit because it was it was like a home. Like even though it literally was it a literally home. was a house. <laughs> it literally was a house. <laughs> but it, it felt like home. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was it was so much family and just love there and a whole lot of debauchery. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to get too far into that the debauchery, but I remember but, yeah. one night uh, we had been at the bar with Johnny Mac. Shout Yanni out Johnny Mike. Mac. Yanni Mac. One of the bro. also most interesting people I've ever known oh in my, my life. Oh my God, bro. He is, I, he's not even a unicorn. Like they, they need, like, so he's Johnny Mac. Like he, <laughs> that's the only way you could classify him. But right? we were sitting at the bar with Johnny Mac and Rose, the woman who owned Belcourt. Mm-hmm. And Rose just takes her glass of whiskey and goes, this is good whiskey, isn't it? I was like, yeah, it is. I don't even remember what it was. She then pulls out a cigar from her pocket, just snips it right at the bar and puts it into the whiskey and lights it on fire. And just, she's like, you want a hit of this? And I was like, yep. (laughs) She set a cigar on fire with whiskey. It's like, that is, that is just a very, wow. That's, that's, I feel like that's the tip of the iceberg Bro, for stuff the, that happened there. The tip, tip of the freaking iceberg there, man. Like, How much of that last call concert do you remember? <laughs> I remember the part where I was working the the, the morning shift at Billcourt. <laughs> when I started working there, I, I worked the morning shift that day, and I just remember seeing you at 10 in the morning. Having because, a beer and, at 10 a.m. The funny thing is, is I was mash mood, bro. Like, I was stoned out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And so, like, seeing you walk in, I completely forgot that last call was happening. And so I'm like... Damn, this nigga getting a drink early. <laughs> <laughs> because I I went that whole day. I didn't stop that entire day. At all, Because man. that was at 10 a.m. The first round started at 11. Yeah. And then what time did you play? Like 2 a.m.? I played at... I play, yeah, I played the the one a.m. round the, or the what, yeah. whatever it was supposed to be that yeah, slot. It was a, yeah, dude, yeah, it was supposed to be yeah. one a.m. And like then somewhere around midnight or like eleven o'clock, like dude, something happened. Crazy, dude. The sound guy we had just got really sick and had to leave. And Alex Amato was <laughs> it was that's it was was his birthday and he wasn't working. And also he had been drinking with us for like six yeah, hours. And then hours. where all of a sudden we need a a sound guy right now and he's like oh no because he was so uh, yeah dumb. he was lit man. <laughs> lit like a big bro he was he was uh <laughs> yeah that was a that was a really fun night <laughs> bro like yeah the energy in bill court that night was amazing it was immaculate like no feeling ever like it you only worked there for a little while right for like what four months four months four about four or five months i think you and i started becoming better friends around that time because i always came to the bar early to set up and i just Mm -hmm. sit there and five o'clock fireball five (laughs) o'clock fireball man that's what it is dog that's that's the that the five the five o'clock starts it (laughs) (laughs) it's like five o'clock six o'clock seven seven o'clock Seven o two o'clock, and then it's deuces, and then it's deuces from Chris, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we just continue on. Oh, is it? Seven, it's seven fifteen. All right, All another right. one. <laughs> seven forty five. Another one. <laughs> that place was the wild west. Like 
I, that's why I loved it. There were no rules. Bro, man. Uh, I think I the just, rule was don't burn it down. Don't burn it down, bro. Yeah, <laughs> do not burn it down. Like, the coolest thing was was uh, during COVID when we had to shut down. They shut down. They complied. But we all were on the fucking patio jamming yep. for hours yep. and just, like, freestyling. Yeah, we were, like, desperate and... for any kind of social interaction back then. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I'll sit and talk to my across-the-street neighbor. Why not? And then I did try to make out with her and she goes, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> like, put up no, her hand you. on my chest. She's like, oh, no, thank you. I'm like, oh, OK, bye. Not today. <laughs> uh, nothing like being just wholly alone during those whatever it was, two months. Like, that's why I was so desperate for when Belcourt finally did reopen. We're just yeah. like, my friends, people who I like, people who I can sit and drink beer with. Yes. Thank God. You're still alive. You're still alive. <laughs> you're still I kind of did have that feeling the first time I saw people uh, after that because you're just like, you if you don't see them, town, bro. it's hard to imagine that they're like still real, right? Yeah, dude. It was out of sight, out of mind. It was so, yeah, dude. It was just weird because I, I can't stay inside. So I, I worked. I did door, or not DoorDash, but I did fucking Postmates, right? Mm hmm. And, it was a ghost town, bro. Like, everywhere I went, I was pretty much the only person on the road. Like, that That shit was, like, it was weird at first. But then I was like, fuck it. My windows were down. I was jamming. Like and it. It, was, it was cool. But then everything really started opening up. And then I was like, fuck, where am I going to go? I'm like, where where would I go? Where would my peeps be at? I'm like, fuck it, Belcourt. Belcourt. And I just went there and... Everybody was there. Yep. I was like, yeah, we Yeah, back, I made so man. many of my best friends in Nashville that summer of 2020 when we were all just so desperate to do anything. Bro, <laughs> man, like that that was a crazy time because then that's when the the speakeasy bars yep. started popping up. And we were there and we were like performing, doing shows and all that, like still turning up. Yeah, I think like that what's it? The statute of limitations morning, is expired. We, like, we can talk about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why I won't name the places, but it was right. just like it was it was nuts, man. There were like, multiple, but there was one that was That was one, but it went <laughs> up and we were dog like that was like a really like pivotal time for me too as an artist because that's when I started I performed every single night mm -hmm. like there was always music the band was always playing and i asked one time i after that one time and i got up people started asking me and so i would come back i would start coming back and people would ask me to play and i would play and then they would ask for an encore i'd be like give me some time and then later on i'd go back up and then doesn't that just make you feel up? like you're not like, wasting your time doing stuff when people actually start recognizing yeah, it and you're dude, like, i was oh, just people are noticing bro, it was just but like even like bigger than that it was just like a all right i haven't really been performing because you know i was dancing mm -hmm. so i was used to dancing like i didn't have to mouth the lyrics but i knew them joints you know what i'm saying but now it, it had to switch over to me spitting into a microphone. Mm -hmm. And so when it became that and trying to balance what I wanted to do, which was dancing, and I would overdance more, more, more. I was gassing. <laughs> 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 Bro, 30 seconds in, I'm going hard on the legs. I'm moving. Uh, 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 uh. But I'm, I might as well have been 
motherfucking usher with the headset on bro <laughs> i was gone and i'm rapping so i was like gassing and i i learned through that like all right this is how you gotta do it whoop, whoop, do, whoop, do, whoop. and you know what i'm saying then those, we had our those days show, at that place i those those all of those taps circuit places were just like mm-hmm. that was our network of our friends and you're like it doesn't matter where i go i'm gonna see someone i know tonight exactly that's kind of that's kind of what i do miss about that but it's also like it's nice knowing our friends are growing up not necessarily like growing up like into adults but we're growing up into like being like better at what we do as musicians and yeah. writers and artists and everything you're like you don't see your friends playing the tiny clubs you see them playing the medium clubs and then mm. the little bit bigger clubs and you're like and oh, opening for people it's happening going on tour and stuff yeah like, that shit's dope man like it, it it's really it's really inspiring it's, it's like bill court was uh it's like the taps family was uh a like development it was like yep. a and we still call each other us. that like and we still identify as like oh we're the tap circuit taps. people okay, the we're taps. Yeah. yeah that's where I remember we came you from, from. Belcourt. i remember you from alley i remember you from Havana. you know what i'm saying whatever taps it was yeah and then some of our friends were like the midtown people like the divisions in the music roast and i'm like i don't i don't relate to that i don't want to go to i don't want to go to doghouse <laughs> yeah oh man midtown dude Midtown. You have to have a special kind of attitude to go to Midtown and a special love for cheap beer and sticky floors. Come on. That's where you get it for the low, bro. That's a that's a that's a that's the that's the spot, bro. You know what I'm saying? You hit tin roof, but you gotta go to the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You gotta go to the other side. That's go where they got the hip hop, the R and B, the the EDM, the pop. So when did uh, music come into the picture? Because you were dancing before. Yeah. So like music's always. Well, been here. A part let's of my back life. up even further. Let's talk about dancing. How long did you dance? I don't even know that. Ah, uh, shit. Well, like, it's it's a long story. I can I can break this down. So when I was a kid, I always loved Michael Jackson. I always loved Michael Jackson. So I would start dancing, doing little things and singing. I fucking. Went to a, a fucking party when I was like six, and I fucking ate so so much junk food and was dancing around. I was sick as fuck the next day, like, <laughs> <laughs> and and like I always danced. And I started dabbling with music when I was like nine. I saw my dad do something. Uh, he was he used to be a DJ. My dad used to be a fucking DJ, right? That's cool. And yeah, and turntables with the vinyl and everything. Yeah, he he was yeah OG DJ back in Detroit. And he told me about that, and he was mixing. Uh, I can't remember what the song is called. Uh, it's Mob Deep and Fifty Cent. I can hear it in my head. Doom, 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 doom. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's so, it's so dope. And uh, my dad was just like mixing it, so he was like cutting it up in That's the cool. DAW. It's my first time ever seeing this shit. He's just chopping it. Boom, boom, boom. He's like, it's the infamous mob, M-O-B-B. We can't be touched, nigga. Can't you see? Gee, you not, you not. <laughs> uh, uh, he would, like, flip it back around. It's the infamous mob, they do it again. M-O-B-B. Yeah, like a DJ. Like, like it's a party. You know what I'm saying? He's keeping it going, keeping, like, the parts that he likes. And it, it was DJ super is so cool watching it happen because you kind of don't know what's going to come next and part of you is like i have to stay to find out yeah and then that's how they get you to stay and drink at the bar for six hours bro man, because DJ the song never ends the dj is essential man like and now sometimes this is like a, a little segue a little uh 
rant, soapbox moment. I hate how DJs now, a lot of DJs on Broadway, they're fucking garbage. I, I will say this, and I will stand on and, and die in this hill. Because, <laughs> because Give us the skinning. Just because they they don't care. It's like, it's almost like they're there to get a check. Like they, they cut songs after like 30 seconds, bro. It'd be like mid verse. Boom. And it's like a transition that's not smooth at all. It just goes into a song and it's like, build up, build up, build up. Now we're going to hit a, hear a drop. Boom. It's going to fall off. We start to hear a drop, go to a, some hip hop song or whatever. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And then from that <laughs> all the way to country, and I'm like, dog, and, and it, it, it makes no sense. And you can't dance to it. People right. then like, People aren't like dancing. Right? They're not. The, the energy's just off. And just some floors they, they have the it club. right. Some floors have it right. But like, if it's not live, if it's not live, like the the cover bands that are down there crushing it. Some some of the other floors, most of the other floors are garbage, bro. Mm-hmm. There's only like a, a couple that I really fuck with. You know what I'm saying? And and it, it's about the music. You know, like it, that shit's gotta flow. But uh, let me step off my soapbox. Uh, and so watching my dad do that, it like really caught me because I, I I could hear what he was doing and it, it just felt good. And so I started fucking around with that and I was still dancing. And I had a couple of friends that danced. We, he put me onto this guy, Brian Puspos, when we were fucking kids. And like Brian Puspos is like a legend in in the dance world. Like he fucking came from this group so real. America's Best Dance Crew season two. They got like second place. This nigga fucking took off, bro. YouTube, do do do, wooty wooty woo. He put me onto this guy back then. I watched him rise. I continued dancing. Like we learned every single fucking piece that we could That's on YouTube. That's cool, man. And like we, I, I had like dance dance grooves, bro. <laughs> I was learning uh, the Britney Spears choreography, the NSYNC choreography. Oh, that was yeah, that shameless, was what I was nigga. into. <laughs> shameless, I'm shameless about that shit, bro. I fucking, <laughs> I was outside, bro. I'll digital, still be the bar and do the bye 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 move. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I had the fucking You Got Served uh, choreographed pieces down because I had the DVD, bro. I learned, <laughs> bro, I was learning, dog. I was learning all that stuff. And then I met this guy, John Doe from Soulbotics Crew out in Dallas. And he is a fucking killer. Like, he's a white dude. And he he just, he, he's so smooth and he mm-hmm. waves a lot. And it, it like butter, bro. It was like watching water flow through a person. You know what I mean? Like that's how crazy it was. I had a lesson with him, connected with him, and we we've always stayed in touch still to this day. Like John Doe, that's my guy. That's dope. And I end up going out to Florida to pursue music. Right? I'm like snapshotting through this for the dance, and met this guy Ben through being at Ruckus. Motherfucking joined Studio One, ended up being like, ended up going on America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. You know, we were quarter finalists, ended up meeting uh, one of my mentors, Farside. Fucking like, it was just nuts. Like, once once I met Ben and met Julie Johnson, like my mentor, she, like, love her to death, man. Like, I would have never seen like anything from the professional side of, of dance. And it, it was just That's nuts. Dope. But it was fun because I got to, because we uh, ended up placing 10th in the world, first in USA at Hip Hop International, which is a huge competition. I was partying with my idols, bro, whooping ass in beer pong, bro. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember people told me I would never do something like that. And I was like, bro, man, fuck out of here. Like, this is dope. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm lit. I'm drunk in Vegas with some of my idols. Like, people flew in to see our group, like, perform. And I was wow. like, that was a blessing and, like, very humbling moment. What part of Florida? 
Orlando. Orlando. Gotcha. Bro, Florida puts out some of the dopest dancers like around the world, man. It's undeniable, dog. That's cool, man. How long did you live in Florida? Six years. Six years. Wow. Six I didn't years, know it was bro. that long. Yeah, bro. So you moved to Nashville in 2019? 17. Bro. 17. Okay, so that's when I moved here. 2017. Yeah, bro. Like right after Kendrick Lamar dropped Damn. That's gotcha. what I always remember. <laughs> Bryson Tiller finally dropped his second album and Kendrick Lamar dropped Damn. And I was wow. like, ooh, the, the car ride back. So what's your process for uh, writing tracks? Do you have a, a DJ or DJs uh, you work with? Uh, it's like, it depends. So when I'm by myself, I always, I got to make the beat first. So I'll either go on splice, find a sample. I'll go through arcade, find, find a sample or sound, go through. If, if I'm feeling like playing something or doing something weird, I'll just grab Arturia or contact and just like find like the craziest sound I can and play like some chords. That's cool. And and just kind of like build from there. And like as soon as I hear an idea, no matter where I am in the beat, I'll usually just loop it out and and start writing immediately. And no then, matter what it is, I don't know what fix it, the loop later. Yeah, I can fix that shit later. And I, I'm just like figuring out, all right, this is an idea. I don't know what it is yet. Maybe it's a hook. Maybe it's not. And I'll just like write. And it, sometimes it might be a verse. Like there was a part, there's a song I have coming up and I was like, why do I feel like nobody else trying? Why do I feel like the cold is near to rhyming? Why would I chill when I like a warmer climate? Chopping down rocks, searching for a couple diamonds. Mm -hmm. And damn, that okay. was the first thing. Like I was, I'm literally cutting this sample and I kept popping up in my head. Why do I feel like nobody else trying? Why do I feel like the cold is near to rhyming? Why would I chill? Da, 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 da. And, I, and I'm still doing that. And I'm going, I'm like, fuck, I need to hurry up. And like, where, these, where your brain is working faster yeah, than your body can like keep up. The, the feeling, I'm getting the download, bro. I'm getting the download <laughs> from God. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. It, 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 I'm, I caught the vibe. Let's do this shit now. Let's, let's just like flesh this part out. Let's not overthink it. I wrote like eight bars. Stashed it, kept going on the production, had another idea, and I was like, all right, boom, found that. That was a second verse, and I was like, all right, cool, well, let's get back to this. Let me focus now that I have this structured out enough production-wise and just write, and I'll write it that way. Sometimes I can just make the beat real quick, close my eyes, and start freestyling. I start freestyling. I'll have an idea, like a melody or a flow, and I'll just like go and... Boom, and I'll just start saying shit. Whatever the fuck I say, I gotta keep it to that. Freestyle so, hip hop is I, so impressive because <laughs> some of these country bumpkin songwriters, they pretend to slave over writing eight lines, and then you go watch a hip hop act and they freestyle for like four minutes. Where are all of Western, these words man. coming from? Bro, it's like, I don't yeah. think I know as many words. Just myself, as I've seen some of these hip hop guys, like Weston, for example, bro, when he freestyles, insane, I'm just like, bro. I don't, I don't know eight of the words he just said. It's like I gotta get like Urban Dictionary, dictionary out bro. for some of it, and I'm like, what is a thought? Okay, I know now. That makes sense. Good, good words. <laughs> urban Dictionary is like, did you mean thought? You like wrote out thought. <laughs> That's funny. It's like a common misspelling of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. But like, yeah, dude, like uh it it is definitely fun like creating. I try not to overthink. If I overthink, I stop. Just let it happen. I, I, I stop or I'll start something new. And if usually if I'm with my homies like Clover James or uh Crispy Kyle 
uh, Bianco, like they'll take care of the production. Like they'll just they'll either have some, like a sound uh, in mind for me, and I'll just fucking go. I, I hear it. I just like usually I'll connect with it real quick and I take my first idea. I never don't overthink it. Do not overthink shit. I just try not to. I that's, try that's so hard. Not so to. hard as an artist too, because you can always fine tune yeah. it. You can, and that's my thing. You can always fine tune it, but don't overthink it. Because like the to, vibe is there. To get you can get if you get eight bars and you're like hell yeah. Now I can go back and be like, what of this do I like the best? And if there's words or syllables or something you can go back and fix that later but you don't want to get lost in the thought when that stream of consciousness is happening yeah the first that the first draft doesn't have to be the final product right and and it shouldn't i be used ever. to do that <laughs> and i used to do that and so it would take me 10 fucking hours to write a song and i'm slaving over every line like i i get i get that but it, i i pay attention to detail like you know what i mean i like to pay attention to detail and i like to get my feeling out because if i if i hear it for too long I can't fucking, I won't be able to, to feel it. You start so, falling out of the song and yeah. into, the, into the word or I'm, into I'm out brain the, I'm out the vibe. I'm out the vibe. Yeah. Well, hey guys, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come right back with the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. Still sitting on my couch is my good buddy, Mr. Hugh G. (laughs) The only man who I know can make a bucket hat look good. (laughs) Dude, I love bucket hats, man. You have have quite a few bucket hats. That's been part of your look for a while. Shade, boom. This is like the lampshade look. When you got the brim down, yep, you, and then it's then it's like, I'm here. I, I have arrived. You, <laughs> you, you peel that thing right back up, and you're like, yeah. I have, I'm here. Or if it's down, you're like, please don't talk to me. Yeah, don't look at me. Or <laughs> look at me. I'm hungover. I want to get. A, <laughs> I want to get a shirt. We were talking about this before we recorded today. I was like, I want to get a shirt that says "Don't talk to me," and I just wear it to the gym because I don't always want to talk to people like we socialize for a living and sometimes it's nice to sit quietly yes and if i'm on the treadmill sweating my ass off the last thing i want to do is have a conversation about it oh Oh, you look like you're getting a good workout there like yes don't you see me walking yes you see me (laughs) at the gym sweaty on a treadmill i'm working out that's like going to somebody at a kroger and being like oh so you're a cashier you're like Yep. That's, that's, that is no more conversation to it. And like, yeah, I want to get a shirt that says, don't talk to me. And then on the back, it says, uh, don't touch me. And then on the very bottom, it says, but you can look at my butt. <laughs> but you can. I've got look- that flat white dude ass. <laughs> look at the peach. Show off my badonk. <laughs> uh, show off the little. <laughs> well, I know quite a bit of your music. But let's go back to some of the uh, the early releases. Did you do many of the releases from Florida? Uh, no. No, they were all Nashville. I when I moved here, I was working on. I was just working on like growing as a understanding songwriting. 
like understanding like the form of a song and also trying to produce it. And I knew I didn't know much theory. I had like an idea of it. But I, I could get like an idea across. So I was just like relentlessly working at that and I needed to get good at the key. So I was like playing every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. And my beat started getting better and I met Clover James. Mm-hmm. Through a friend, Sarah. I was working at Hop Dotty at the time. And so was this girl, Sarah. And she's like, yo, you got to meet this guy, Z. Y'all's energy is perfect. It's like the same. Y'all like, y'all <laughs> yin yang. I'm like, I don't even know this man. <laughs> right? And so she was like, she was just so excited for me to meet him. That's cool. And I never met this nigga. I never, like, never got ever heard the name before and i'm like damn she's so excited i'm like all right like she's cool she's mm-hmm. a cool person so like i'm gonna trust your judgment and uh i just happened to go to hot body to get a burger and uh z was there with sarah clover and she jumped james out, clover. Z. i could say it was my lucky day yeah, right? <laughs> and uh so yeah i met him that day and i we just like chopped it up because he was like, Sarah, Sarah kept, you know how, you know how Z has that, that fucking lean. He yep. like leans forward a little bit and he starts like looking right above his glasses. He's like, <laughs> it's like, he's, he's looking over yeah, his dad like, glasses. Like your grandpa. Like looking at you, like, <laughs> he was like, hey, you know, Sarah's been telling me a lot about you, man. And I was like, bro, the same. He was like, oh man. And so like, <laughs> it was so funny. Like we immediately hit it off. And, uh, we set a date to, for me to come through, came through. I played him what I was working on and he was like, I like it. And then he goes, but your beef ain't it. <laughs> He's like, I got you. And I was like, oh shit, man. Cause I've been like, I put it out there that I was going to have a mentor and I was going to have, uh, and I was going to have a, uh, a producer, someone that like helped me build my sound and all that. And Z was like, I got you. Let's let's meet every. He's like, I'm free Mondays or whatever, and I was like, I'm free Mondays. So we would meet every single Monday. Cool. And we would and we would cook up every single Monday, and we did this shit for a while. And uh, the first song that we did, he sent me a beat that day, and the first song that we did was lemonade mm-hmm. i was sitting i was i woke up and I, I the beat was just in my head it was like infectious it was so infectious it was just in my head and like so i was playing it as i was getting ready for the shower threw it on my phone and as i was in the shower i just started rapping that first verse it started it started hitting me so i was like fuck i gotta remember this shit so i'm like multitasking i'm <laughs> butt ass naked in the shower <laughs> Like, all right, <laughs> just uh, try to remember, try to remember, try to remember. And I get out and I'm like, drive the fuck up. Dry. And the first <laughs> You're like, I, I gotta get to so like, a place like, where like, I can write this, this down. Is, this is the crazy thing. This is the funny, <laughs> this is the funny part. So like I'm I'm writing, I'm writing a song in my head in the shower, right? I get I get out. The first thing I dry are my hands. So I could write everything down on my phone. <laughs> I was so nervous about forgetting it. And so you know what I mean? Like, got got ready and whatnot. Fucking recorded it before I went to work, the first half of the song, and I was like, "All right, cool, I got this, I like this." Send it to Z. Z was like, "Oh, this shit's dope," and 
probably like two weeks later, went to a fucking party, bro. And some dude was just drunk, and he was talking the most shit about, about like, me rapping. And I was like, bro, you haven't even heard me. Like, right. he never even heard me, but he just knew that I rapped. And, like, a couple people had knew that I rapped, and, like, I guess they, they had said something to, to people or whatever, right? And this nigga's talking. So I'm like, bro, just, like, shut up, leave me alone. That's what Lemonade's about. It's about haters. And so I just, I, I jacked the ox, and I played. I was like, you know what, bro? Boom, and I played this. And then I looked at his face, and it completely changed. And that's why I rapped that second verse like that. That's oh, my, dope. My. Sandra with the blonde side. Like, to put one. someone in their place like that makes you feel so good. Bro, I was like, bro. And, and he, like, doubled back and was just like, I'm sorry, bro. I mean, I was like, nigga, you it's like, Don't talk weak. shit about shit you don't know <laughs> you about. Weak, bro. You was, I was like, you was just rap, like You was just talking shit. I was like, I was freestyling better than you, and I didn't even, like, I didn't even come after him. And I, I didn't like that. So I, I fucking wrote about it. <laughs> That's dope. That's lemonade, bro. I love that. And then this boy Dwayne, who's a super dope, super dope and creative like artist. Uh, he did the he did the artwork. So how how do you go about finding producers you want to work with? You just you just hear their shit and say, I want to work with you about about that. Well, it, it's just like it's been all blessings, man. Z wanted to work with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was telling me about this guy Kyle. I, I got a second job while I was working at Hop Daddy at a hotel. I ended up meeting my guy Kyle. And his there's a lady who was over both of us, and she was like, y'all need to work. And she kept telling me, y'all need to work, y'all need to work. And I'm like, all right. And then we started working. Like, he, he called me because he needed a verse. So I delivered the verse, and he was like, Yo, while we were in while we were in the studio, he like hit the talk back. He's like, "Yo, I want to do an album for you." And I was like, "Oh Hell shit, yeah. what?" I was like, "Damn, man, thanks, bro." And so we started linking up, and through that, I I arranged the meeting of Z and uh, Kyle and myself, and we had a session. Our first session created "I Do It Big," mm-hmm. and "I Do It Big." Kyle uh, was with the bus at the time, and so he turned it into them. And the songs that Kyle and I were already doing were turned in, like, Don't Change Me. Right. That was the second song that Kyle and I ever did. Dude, that's yeah. cool. And so that happened. And then I Do It Big ended up getting a placement on Hawaii Five O. Oh Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, shit. Cool. We got to, like, this This is dope. Like, we, nigga, I never thought, my like, my song would, like, be on some TV show. You know what I'm saying? Right. I never thought that shit bro and like it happened i was like oh shit and we like got a you know our little single song deal and we you know had our split got paid and then it and then they came with contracts like publishing deals so that that's and through that publishing deal i met my boy austin Mm -hmm. so the way that i met austin was through a write scheduled okay by the bus so we met up that way and we stayed in contact and in a camp we had I got it. That song came through a brief that was given by the bus. And you know what the <laughs> brief was? A huge G vibe. I love that. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, so they want something like bouncy melodic and it feels good. And I was like, all right. And 
Austin pulls up this sample and it was a sample that I was listening that I downloaded myself because I was like, I really like this. And he made the most fire fucking beat. And then, uh, yeah, that song ended up getting placed on All American. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's been cool. I've been meeting, I met a few producers through my, uh, through my publishing deal and just being out through other artists. My boy Joey, I met through Songhouse, going to Songhouse. Man, I, that's Tyler Ward. He's a dope producer there. Sam Keiko's dope. Freaking uh, Gabriel's dope. Uh, it's just like there's mad like it, there's like so many arms of uh, so many arms of this like creature, arms and legs of this creature at Songhouse, and it, it's like and it's out of love. So like I, I I always love reaching out to those to those people. Like the, that's my family, man. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I I stay with them a lot. And and Kyle and them, but I met. I'm rambling. <laughs> <laughs> it was like all disjointed. Uh, so what's it like going from working with beats and samples and stuff and a producer to actually having the band doing it live? Oh man, it it because you play with a whole like, ass real real bro, live band, the G's, man. You and the G's, man. Shout out to my boy Matt Gay M A G. We have the same initials. That's my guy. And uh, yeah, because he was, he was like, you need to get a band together. Uh, Monty, he he being Monty, my boy Monty was like, yo, you need to get a band together. And I was like, eh. And then Matt was right next to me, and he goes, bro, I could put your band together. I was like, hell yeah, nigga, what? <laughs> He's like, bro, I got you, and 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 he. Uh, he just like sent out texts. He literally sent out texts and had a whole fucking band, bro. Like Truman, Nate. It was just, it was, it was insane. And then Jermaine, the the walking sax player. Like you, <laughs> if, if you, you might get lucky when you see him. He's yeah, a so unicorn. What, what bro. all he, instrumentation are you using? Because I know it's changed I a use, little bit. So, but what, what do you uh, typically always have? Every every single time, uh, like. That I, that I have like a really big show, I I'll have keys, guitar, bass, drum, sax, sax. Yeah. It's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. And that and it does make it more. It does make it more sexy sounding. Bro, it hits, bro. The sax you get, works. You with get anything, that smooth R and B love. <laughs> mm. Man, I love the sax, bro. Yeah, but Jermaine just met him being at at Alley Taps. Wow. You know. But yeah, as far as far as like the producers, that yeah, that's how I met like Kyle and everybody and everyone in my band. Like, and I and I tend I move within my circle. Uh, I use I don't extend out too much, but I will. I, there's no right. like yeah, there's no fear and no like. I feel like the the collaboration thing is popular in only two genres: it's country and hip hop, because you don't see like rock bands like let's go do a song together. But in in some of these like more pop. Mm-hmm. genres they they really do love to get three four five names on something bro collaboration and i don't see why makes, more bands wouldn't want to do that yes dude collaboration makes the best music like quincy quincy jones and michael it wasn't just two people who made that song you know what i mean like quincy had quincy had to get the players he arranged mm-hmm. it out, but he, he got all the players you know what I'm saying? They That's sat with the writers and they and they made the record and you know what I'm saying like. Do you start with a beat or do you usually start with lyrics or does 
which comes first or is it always the same or always different? Uh, sometimes I could just be walking around or doing something and the idea will hit me. I get a little download, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I'll, I'll do a voice memo, whether it's drums or a melody or, or lyrics, I'll, I'll catch it. And sometimes I go through my voice memos mm-hmm. and I'll take that idea, build it out and then build from there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I think is fun about learning different friends, songwriting styles, because mm-hmm. in Nashville of all places, like it's so different between everybody. Cause some people don't like to co-write like I have, but I don't love it because I kind of, I like to work at my own pace and sometimes that's really slow and sometimes it's really fast mm-hmm. and it's hard working with someone who's like, Oh no, I only do this. And then I'm like, well, I don't like this now, but <laughs> sometimes you do get those, those better songs by working with different kinds of people. So I, I try not to fight it. <laughs> yeah, man. I love collaboration. Uh, do you I'm like not, co-writing? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I like the, I, I like the idea of just like, just creating, like creating mm-hmm. and creating with like creating with your friends is, is super dope, you know? So I I don't ever shy away from that. I never shy away from it. And as a and as a rapper, like it, I I pride myself on being able to write my bars. Like I can I can I can fucking rap. You know what I mean? But I know what also makes the best song. So I'm not mm-hmm. scared to to uh, have a to schedule a session with with Kyle and and get Spencer Kane or you know what I mean or like sit down sit down with Joey and TJ. And you know what I'm saying, and freestyle some shit together because, like, the you know, like I don't shy away from that because it's just making music at the end of the day, and and it doesn't necessarily always have to be for you, anyways. It doesn't have to. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be that. Like, it it, music is music. People express themselves. People people uh, tell stories. You know what I mean. People talk about certain things, but like at the end of the day, like. Through that, it's just, it's already a wide range, so it's just creating. Like you can just create whatever, but it's also like coming with that. Also comes with the territory of being conscious of what what you're making at the same time. But you know, like I, creating is just creating. So I, I love collaborating. Like it's it's mad fun. I like I I like to be by myself mm-hmm. already. So I create a lot by myself. So I I love any time that I can cook up with other people. It's mad fun. Hell yeah. So you you create music. Do you choreograph your own shows as well? Yeah, if I do anything choreographed, I I came up with it. Do you freestyle dance a lot too? Yeah, I freestyle gotcha. ninety nine point nine nine nine. Yeah, I'm sure. That, I'm sure there but are there's, some there's moves moments, that you can always fall back on. There there are moments that I have created, like in Lemonade. I know there's four hits in the in in the song, and I have this like puzzle that I do where I like jump and like trace my leg with my arm to the drum. Right, it's like bop 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 bop. And it looks really cool, and that's something I've like. I created one day while I was mad stoned, and I was like, "Damn!" That you practice your dance very often just to let it out. I'm all. I'm just always dancing. Always dancing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just always dancing. So we do actually have a third off mic person. Uh, we've got <laughs> got Hughes, my baby. We've got Hughes girl in the room, but yeah. <laughs> you're just laughing along with us watching this. <laughs> Say hi, Jackie. She is the voice of uh, Miss Piggy's Round, who we did the uh, 
the show at Nash House not too long ago, baby shower show, mm-hmm. but we uh, we we've we've talked about Piggy on the show before. We have definitely talked about Miss Piggy's Alley on on the show before, so welcome, the, <laughs> the third off mic guest. Yeah. So with the music and the dancing, it's a little bit more interactive to watch, honestly, because so many bands look bored on stage. But mm-hmm. when you're on stage, man, you're having almost a better time than anybody else in the room. And I love, that's why I love watching you play is because everyone will be dancing along. But I mean, yeah, you're entertaining. But part of you is just like, I'm alone up here in myself and this is just happening. And they love it for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, I Dude, love I love you, that. You did kind of pretty much like sum it up to that cuz like when I when I am on stage like I want to give like all of me to to put on the best show and and the band is tight. Like those that's that's my that's that's my fam, man. That's a squad. Like we we've only rehearsed a total of like 5 times at this point. Right. And on, and we've had two shows. So the first show, how long, how many years have y'all been together? I'm like, God. <laughs> I, that's crazy. <laughs> I, like, years. We, we've we known each other for weeks. And, like, we just hit it off, like, so smooth. And, Hell like, yeah. It's been so genuine and, like, so fun. And that, that creates the... That creates the best product in my eyes. And, like, I didn't even, like, have to, like, strive or, like, try mm-hmm. anything like that. It was just organic. And uh, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, it's fucking lit. It's dope. <laughs> <laughs> the band's dope. So there's one thing I definitely wanted to talk about because I've also talked about you on the podcast before. But you were part of one of our very first ever sold out tour stop shows. I think you were the second one. It was a couple weeks after the first one. Yep. And the very first tour stop that you had there. That was That's a, I have the poster framed in my house. I showed you that yeah. minutes ago. But yeah, it's it's special thinking about stuff like that because nobody gives hip hop in Nashville as much credit as it deserves. Yeah, not And not I loved getting to even give a small platform to it. But when we had 177 tickets that night and yeah. that venue seated 150 yeah. and it was just crazy how, how yeah that'll that's still to to this date is one of my favorite tour stop shows ever dude that yeah definitely i didn't know where my spilled end. beer and my sweaty <laughs> chest started Man, and dude, stopped the ac broke the, the AC, ac broke they were texting broke. everybody please door, bring a box door fan. open Wear wear tank tops and shorts, guys. It's like it was oh, the yeah. hottest day of the year. My gosh, with dog! Sweating before I got on stage. 177 people jammed in like sardines. Oh, so that was, was your fun. first sold out show ever? Ever, man. That was that was a blessing, dude. That That's one of those things so you never fun. forget. Never, You'll always dude. remember it. My first show at the basement. With first. First show at the basement. First show at the basement with the band. So it was like... That was the debut cr- of the G's? That was like the big debut of the G's, really. Yeah. We did We did a We did a test run. We did We did a test run at Alley Taps. Man. Shout out to Monty. He's like, yo, I got you, bro. 
put me up. You yeah, you got to play another big festival in Nashville. You got to play the East Nashville Tomato Fest, right? Yeah, dude, man, that you're, was... You've done that twice now, yeah, right? You've yeah, done it twice. Dude. So because of the Nashville Tour Stop basement really? show that was sold out and like the band killed it, like I had a blast. Like, everyone dope. loved it. And so Gil hit me up and was like, Yo, you want to do Tomato Fest? I was like, she. He's he's such a good dude. <laughs> she, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Speaking so, yeah, of Gil, he actually mm-hmm. just had a, a show at the basement. His first solo show in yeah. like five years or something. Mm-hmm. I wish it, I could have gone, bro. It was so cool getting true. to be in a room who everyone's there is just there to love on their bud. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason Nashville's so cool is if you take a break from music, it's fine. To, it's a, good to remember that, but yeah. also they're like, when you come back, your friends will still care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm yeah, trying dude, to not I, push myself too hard these days with work. I'm like, it'll be there. Mm-hmm. It's like if I need to take a weekend or a month to just recoup, do that shit. Yeah, Mental health is getting, fortunately, so much so much more talked about and normal now. Dude, yes, that's man. one of the nice things about growing up and being like an adult in the age we are now is like, my parents probably had these kinds of issues, but back in the eighties, you just didn't talk about it. Yeah, eighties, nineties. Now we can. Now we can talk about it. You don't talk about that shit, bro. I love like, how openly our friends say, "I'm going to therapy." Yeah, like, dude. Like, yeah. Facts. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have, yeah, and that's week. the whole thing. It's like so. Back then, it used to be like, "Oh, don't, don't tell people." Mm-hmm. It's like I'm unwell. It's like yeah. Well, right now, uh, pretty much everyone's unwell. Yeah, dude, man. Look, I had some shit happen when I was like really, really young. That like came up while I was like working so hard when I first got here. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, seven like seven days a week, bro. I am like anytime I had off of work because I was like I. I gotta get it, bro. Like mm-hmm. I didn't come to Nashville to like to bullshit. Like you know, got had my Xbox and I played it, but I fucking I I like any time I had I fucking made music, and when I went through my shit, I could not. Ha- I had a death happen in the family, and I could not fucking handle it. Mm-hmm. I what I did was I worked. You work because it's a it's a it's a good hell, distraction, sick, bro. Heaven or hell, you work. I just worked. I worked and 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 then had had another close death and then another one and I and I I fucking lost my shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't focus anymore. I couldn't I do anything and like therapy is helping me get past. Helping me get past like all everything that I've done to cope through, you know, like through life and whatnot. And I'm just like talking about it. And it's a safe space. And like anything that I am going through that I'm not comfortable talking about, I got I got somebody to to talk to like that. And like that's like gonna, you know, like that's gonna act that gets paid to like help me get to the root of it, mm-hmm. of what's going on. And like I care about myself enough to know how powerful a brain is because mm-hmm. like Everything that we see on TV is a range of thoughts. Oh, you're good. Everything on TV, everything that we see on TV is a range of thoughts. Like Mm -hmm. 
Here's so, the worst shit happening the closest to you. And 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 you can go all the way to the happiest thing ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Watching a love story on Lifetime or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and like all of that exists. All that exists within each person. So like the fact that like nowadays you're allowed to talk about it is a blessing because people go through real shit and life. People and everyone copes in different ways. Yeah, we're all different and we can all kind of come together in the fact that we're different and that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Message. <laughs> <laughs> so Hugh, what's next for you? You got new music coming? Yeah, man. I'm actually I'm working very, very diligently for the first time on 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 a project. Usually I usually I just kinda like let them go. Like I'll I'll write them and let them go. Write them, let them go. Write them, let them go. This time I'm sitting down with, with records on a project. Uh, don't know when it's coming out, but but you're back to we're work. Getting, but we're 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 getting there. We're we're coming we're coming around the mountain. When, we'll be coming around the mountain. <laughs> when we come. We'll be coming around the mountain when we go. Good thing that's but, an unlicensed yeah, yeah. song. I can't. I don't want to get another episode of the podcast <laughs> oh, yeah, taken down. Chill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, boom, DMCA. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, earlier yeah. when we weren't recording, I was telling you <laughs> and uh, his his lady friend right here, uh, Miss Piggy's Alu. We've got Jackie, but I was telling you and Jackie about how we were recording a podcast with Sean Livingston, and I ended up getting very drunk, and we used a lot of unlicensed music to do the top twenty music videos. That episode. If you listened to it, it, is unavailable on the public areas right now. You can get it on Patreon, but yeah, it got taken down by DMCA. Spotify. DMCA. <laughs> but you got you're working on new stuff. No plans for the releases yet, though. Yeah, no, no plans for the release until it's done. I don't want to rush it. Uh, don't rush impor- a creative process. The, this one, this this project's important to me. Uh, yeah, I make songs, and I got some of those that are coming out. I'm really excited. Hell about yeah! It. Russian leads to communism, so don't rush. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't Russian nor Stalin. Hey, Ooh, that's a bar. Uh, well, give us some plugs. Tell us where folks can find you in in real life and uh, and on the interwebs. Yeah, you can cash me outside. Nah, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, I right now I'm 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 a, I'm, a, I'm in hermit mode. I'm I'm in the crib, but you can definitely catch me on TikTok and Instagram at H E W, which is a W G E E. Yeah. Spelled uh, right out. Yeah. Huge. Because you're about to be huge. <laughs> yep. Well, follow Huge on your places where you get your internet things. Listen to his music on Spotify, Apple Music. Follow him on TikTok. Watch him do some dances. Yeah, watch me dance. Yeah, follow him. See what's going on on the internet. More importantly, go find him in a show somewhere. Yeah, Support dude. live hip hop in Nashville. Got, I got, I got a, I got a show coming up, but I have to wait to announce. Can't announce it. Got to wait to announce. I'm really excited for it. But yeah, follow him online soon. so you can find yeah. the announcement when it comes out. Catch it on the gram. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast this week with Hugh G. Uh, you can follow us at Nashville Tour Stop on your Instagram, your TikTok, or wherever. 
I don't really do too much on TikTok anymore, but technically you can follow us there. But more importantly, follow the podcast here. Give us a follow of uh, your flavor, whether it's Spotify or Apple or wherever you get this Stitcher. I think that's another one. I don't know. But give us a follow. Leave us a five-star review. Or if you hated it, leave us a bunch of one-star reviews. I think it'd be great to show up on one of those things. It's like... Oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get a whole bunch of one star reviews now. Like, I probably shouldn't say that. Oh well. But thank you for listening. You can more importantly find us on NashvilleTourStop.com and find our full event calendar. Like I've teased a few times, we've got a humongous announcement for Tour Stop coming, but we can't talk about it yet. So in the meantime, give us a follow and do remember that all roads lead right back here to the Nashville, Nashville Tour Stop. Tour Stop.